0: And time once again for a wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack, on this chilly morning.
1: Oh, is it ever?
0: <laughs> I could say I could just make a recording of that and play it back yes. every every
1: Saturday, every day since <laughs> day, since January.
0: Well, did you yeah. uh, at Haskell's? Everybody survive the big game
1: last. Yes, week? we did. Exactly. Indeed, um, it was fun to be kind of in the epicenter downtown. Uh, right off of the mall, and I think our city showed itself just beautifully. And uh, it was all in all, in spite of a lot of snags, it was a wonderful experience. Oh, they did I'm a great job. Glad it's over. Oh, yeah, I'm with you there, but they did. <laughs> Anybody the whole that works downtown, I think, is glad yes. it's over. Believe
0: me, yes. So well, what, are, what are we gonna I chat about? I was
1: thinking, in light of that, you know, the brouhaha is over. We've got to settle into typical cold Minnesota winter, and somebody asked me about cooking with wine, and I haven't talked about that in years and years and years. So the slow times of winter are here, and slow cooking is sort of a wonderful thing. If you want to watch the Olympics, what wonderful thing to have other than some comfort food, whether that's pasta or stew or roast chicken or uh, chicken and mashed potatoes, whatever your flavor it is, uh, something you want to have in the cold of winter. And what do you think about when you think about cooking with wine? Well, wine is like any other seasoning. Never, ever, ever use too much of it. You know, a little bit goes a long way. But it, it can substitute flavor just tremendously. It also, incidentally, for people that are made a New Year's resolution to lose some weight, Wines can substitute for fat. In other words, say you're sautéing vegetables, instead of using the, just the oil called for, use half the oil called for and half wine. And that gives it a wonderful flavor. And, of course, it cuts the oil down in the sautéed vegetables. Uh, marinades. You know, marinades, uh, when you're making a marinade, cut out half of the oil and substitute wine. And the difference there is, of course, wine is a tenderizer. It's fabulous for marinades. It adds flavor, and it tenderizes the meat. And that's what you really want. You you might not even believe this, but when you're baking a cake, for example, you can substitute white wine for the oil in the cake. And you'd be surprised at the results. It's very good. I love sautéed fish. And whenever I sauté fish, I always cut the oil in half, and add wine in the other half. And, you know, the wonderful thing about wine is it has so many flavor nuances in it. And, as I said a minute ago, it's a tenderizer. So any cut of meat benefits from a little marinade. Uh, Like anything you make, you know, fish marinades beautifully. And wine, I think, is one of the great marinades of all time, as I said, because it has those wonderful tenderizing things. One thing. Uh, you have to be a little careful of, is not to to overdo it. As I said, too much wine is like too much any spice. It can be overdone. The good news for people worrying about the alcohol in wine, the alcohol evaporates fairly quickly in wine. So nothing's left but the flavor. And all that remains is no alcohol but the flavor of the wine. And that's just terrific. You know, you can take something like a steak, and uh, rub a little wine on that steak before you put the seasoning on. It'll enhance the flavor of the steak, and it'll help tenderize that steak a little bit, too, because, as I said, wine is a natural tenderizer. uh, I have used it for years and years and years. I can remember years ago when we first started uh, cooking with wine, I used to soak a cheesecloth in wine and then wrap it around the steak, That got to be a bit much today. I just take a little wine, tablespoon or two on each side on a steak I'm going to cook, rub it in, then add the spices I'm going to do, and then put it on the grill, and it it is fantastic. But as I said, wine is just full of flavor. Now, when you wonder about what kind of wines to use when you're cooking, that depends. You know, naturally, if you're going to uh, uh, use a... Uh, say, a, a red wine with the meal, usually the wine you're going to have with the meal is a good wine to have to, for the flavoring and the tenderizing. Bad wine or wine that's over the hill or wine that you've had open for a long time or you don't think it's any good, believe me, if it's not good enough to drink, it's not good enough to cook with. So put that out of your mind right away and use whatever wine you're going to serve as the wine you're going to marinate things with, and never, ever, ever use cooking wine. Cooking wine is the worst junk God ever put on the earth. It's more you can buy an inexpensive bottle of wine for what you'd pay for cooking wine, and the inexpensive wine is going to be that much better. One of the things that is a wonderful uh, hint, and I learned it from Julia Child. Decades ago, she always kept in her kitchen a bottle of Boissier French dry vermouth. And she used that liberally whenever she sautéed shrimp or fish or anything else. She'd dump that Boissier dry vermouth right in the pan. And vermouth is handy in the kitchen because uh, like, unlike table wine, uh, you can keep that vermouth for probably two or three weeks without any worries that it'll go over the hill. Vermouth is nothing more... Than wine that's been fortified with herbs. In fact, the name comes vermouth from wormwood, from the German verm, and uh, you know it, it's a it's a white wine, and or a red wine, and it has all sorts of herbs and ingredients in it that enhance the flavor of the wine, and it will enhance any of the cooking. As I said, it it goes on just greatly uh, with anything, particularly fish, chicken. I love to saute shrimp. In fact, I did that. Uh, Last week I sauteed some shrimp and garlic, also in a little dry vermouth, and boy, what a wonderful, wonderful meal that was. Another favorite of mine is Marchant Devon. That just translates wine merchant sauce. And I'll never forget the first time I had it. I had it in Bordeaux, and they poured it on top of a steak, and I just swooned it was so delicious. And it's so simple. You take a couple of chopped shallots, uh, maybe a quarter cup of red wine, reduce that red wine to about 10%. In other words, reduce it 80%, 90%. Then you whisk in a stick of butter. And let me tell you, that is so delicious. Again, it's chopped shallots. uh, Then you put the wine in, reduce the wine by about 80%, and then whisk in a stick of butter. I am telling you that will make anything taste delicious, and particularly steaks, Marchant de Vin, wine merchant sauce. The only time you use a lot of wine in a dish is, say, something like Coquivant. And Coquivant is an old rooster cooked in a bottle of wine. And the reason, again, wines a tenderizer. Those old roosters would be tough as hell, and you put that in a pot with some seasonings and all that and a bottle of wine and cook it all day long. You know, this was a long time before they had slow cookers. And you get this wonderful chicken flavor with onions and potatoes and root vegetables, etc., and that reduced wine. I mean, van is one of my favorite dishes. There's hundreds of recipes for that, and you can't go wrong. Uh, when, if you're cooking a red wine with tomatoes, try Sangiovese. And uh, Sangiovese is an Italian wine from Chiani, naturally. So when you think of tomato sauce... A little Chianti added to any kind of red tomato sauce you're cooking is going to enhance the flavor. It's high acid, and that's great for the tomatoes, because tomatoes are also high acid. Plus, it releases that wonderful flavor in the food. Uh, Cabernet is more tannic, and tannins are attracted to protein. That's why Cabernets are better with beef. Uh, For vegetarian and lighter dishes, Pinot Noir and Beaujolais are good, because Again, they're lighter in tannins, they've got a little acid, and they complement it very nicely. In fact, Pinot Noir is absolutely fabulous with mushrooms. A lot of people say when they're evaluating Pinot Noirs, this wine smells a little like mushrooms, and it does. And it really is good. Now, if you've got a lemon in the dish, try Sauvignon Blanc. It seems to go just beautifully with any high-acid, lemony, citric type of dish. Creamy sauces, creamy Chardonnay goes well with that. So I think you get the idea. Another good sauce I mentioned, my Marchant Devant, is the plain creamy white sauce, which is a cup of cream, three-quarters a cup of white wine, two teaspoons of flour, teaspoon of salt, and you just cook that down. Cook it uh, for maybe 25 minutes, reducing it, getting it thickened up. And boy, you put that white wine sauce on anything, it'll improve it. Just like the Marchant Devon will absolutely enhance any kind of meat cut you're going to have. You know, clams and white wine are one of my favorite things, and it's so simple. You just saute, again, shallots with a little oil or something, and then dump some white wine in there and let them steam. Boy, that is a tough, tough dish to beat. And with that, I'd try something like Silver Beach or Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand. Awfully, awfully good.
0: Well, as usual, you have us all drooling here in the studio, <laughs> and it's going to be a while till lunchtime. But, uh, Jack, you know what we should do before we break is uh, to talk a little bit about Haskell's, but a reminder that we have three seats. That's all we have left for our Sonoma trip, just three seats. Oh, my goodness. So somebody could get on holidayvacations.com and and, uh, fill up those seats. fill up
1: those three seats. It's going to be a fabulous trip. My two sons, uh, Bo and Ted, have been so excited about that. They can't wait. And I know it's going to be a spectacular event. It's it's so much
0: fun. Well, I'll tell you, speaking of fun, uh, you've got some great ideas as usual, Jackie. You can find them all. Ask the folks at Haskell's all about it.
1: Indeed, the folks at Haskell's love to talk about wine, and they love to pair wine with food. And so you just tell them what you're going to fix, what your budget is, and they'll put you in touch with a wine that will be just dazzling. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine. Haskell's in Bloomington, Shanhassen, Excelsior. There's a Haskell's in Fairbowl right off of 35. Our super seller up in Maple Grove is not to be missed. Downtown Minneapolis has free parking on Saturday and Sunday. Haskell's at Ridgedale. There's a Haskell's in Plymouth, St. Paul's Island Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to haskells.com or go to wcco.com slash wine, and it'll take you right to the Haskell's website. And don't forget, if it's too cold, Haskell's does deliver.
0: Fantastic. Jack, I hope we can chat again next week if you have the time.
1: I'm going to look forward to it, Debbie.
0: All right. Thanks very much, Jack. Jack Farrell from Haskell's with another wine chat next week.